Hello, my friends, and good afternoon, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, October the 26th, and I'm coming live to you from my closet at home. You see, my kids are on virtual learning, and they are around the house, and there is nowhere that I can be that I can just... um, Kind of uh, chat in in relative silence and not have dogs barking and kids virtually zooming and things like that around me. So here I am in my closet at 2.05 p.m. coming to you with the gospel of our Lord. And how good is that? I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, We did here. Celebrated my wife's uh, birthday. And that was just fantastic. And uh, just so good. So good. So let's uh, take a look at the gospel. Uh, As I mentioned on Friday, we finished the 12th chapter of Luke. So we are on Luke chapter 13 uh, on Saturday, because again, Saturday continues the same cycle. We just don't go over that gospel uh, in this podcast. So Saturday, they began the chapter of uh, Luke 13. So today we're going to go Luke 13, verses 10 to 17. Luke 13, 10 to 17. Let's open up God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there who for 18 years had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites! Do not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering? This daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 years now, ought she not to have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds deeds done by him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, I mean, this is, oh gosh, there's so much here. Uh, what a terrific reading. Um, you know, let's just kind of, again, because I don't want this to go a half hour, let's just kind of take some of the Reader's Digest thumbnail uh, sketches of, of what's happening here. But let's start with this. So Jesus on the, on the Sabbath is teaching in the synagogue. That's no surprise. Jesus, again, was a Jew and um, held the Jewish law. And uh, remember in Matthews 5, 6, and 7, particularly in chapter 6, he says repeatedly, you have heard it said, you have heard it said, you have heard it said, but I say to you. So he repeats a law One of the 613, I believe, was the number of laws that they had built up around, you know, the Ten Commandments and and other other things. Um, You have heard it said this law, you know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, 
You don't even be angry at your brother. He takes the law and brings it to another place. And he, and he says, I've not come uh, to, to uh, well, not the correct word, uh, to underscore the law, to disable the law. I've, I've not come to change one tittle or jot, he says, but to fulfill it. And so what he tries to do is help people understand the fullness of the meaning of the law, not the surface level of the law that so many of the Jewish teachers of the time had ascribed to. Not all, by the way, but so many. And those are the ones, again, he's playing the prophet here. Brothers and sisters, Jesus, again, we see his strength time and time and time again, that he was a man of courage and a man who, I, I don't know if he was afraid or not to, uh, to speak out, but it didn't stop him from speaking out if he was afraid. Uh, and, and this is one of those occasions. So here's what's going on. He's teaching in the Sabbath. And a woman had been bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. She was crippled by this spirit, 18 years. Now, again, we may think, oh, okay, what kind of a spirit bends you over and Jesus has to get rid of the spirit and all of a sudden she's fine. You know, think of things in your life. What, what has or continues to cripple you? Um, maybe it is a, a relationship. Uh, that that just you don't actively seek it's there you, you you don't you know move toward it but but it's oh gosh and it just bends you over and it and it's crippling maybe it's uh, something that served you okay me okay I don't mean this just to be about you uh, in our youth or oh, maybe a way of understanding God or an understanding scripture. Or, or understanding the law or the church. And it worked for us then, praise God. But, but maybe it's crippling us now and bending us over. And, we, and God invites us to a new place, and we need to leave that behind. Maybe it's a, a habit. Maybe it's an addiction that, that is bending us over. And so, brothers and sisters, don't just view this as something magical that happened 2,000 years ago, but something that is happening today. What is it that keeps us from standing erect, from which once it is gone, and it says, and once she, she at once stood straight and glorified God. Remember Irenaeus, uh, Irenaeus of, of uh, Lyon, uh, his wonderful, wonderful uh, comment that the uh, glory of God is a human being fully alive. What keeps you and I from being fully alive? Because it is then, when we are severed from that, when it is taken from us, literally, by the grace of God, that we are able to stand erect and we glorify God because we are no longer in bondage. We are freed. We are freed. And he uses that word with her. Jesus saw her, by the way. Oftentimes in the Gospels, it is the infirmed coming to Jesus. And in a sense, God reacts. You know, and God is never reactive in, in, in any sense, I suppose, because it is God who wills things to, to come to that place. Um, longer uh, discussion, I think, on that point. But um, Jesus sees her and calls to her. Yet they give him the Dickens, you know, and her. Yeah, you know, hey, uh, there are six days when work should be done. Come to the Sabbath on those days. Or, or come to come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. You know, they're giving her the, hey, Jesus is the one that saw her. He saw the infirm, and, and he called her over. 
Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. And, and how beautiful, brothers and sisters, again, look at that. That God sees us now in our fullness. He sees our, our, what keeps us from being fully alive, as Irenaeus says, and glorifying God in that a human being fully alive state. Because that's how we were created, to be fully free and fully alive. Uh, in God, of course, is the only way we can do that. Um, but he sees us now in our infirm. Uh, do we allow him? Can we allow him today? I mean, you and I, to, to free us at one level from that? Do we know what we carry? Do we want to be free of it? And, and I don't mean that in, in a way that, that sounds demeaning, but sometimes we can be comfortable. I, that's real. That's real. Uh, do we want to? That whole image of Sabbath, and, and I think I'll conclude on this again. There's so much can be said. This is such a beautiful reading. You know, Jesus, um, they give him a hard time because he's carrying on the Sabbath, uh, healing on the Sabbath, whichever word we want to use here. Uh, and, uh, and, and he calls them hypocrites. Do not each one of you take your ox or your ass from their manger out to, to be watered and take them back. I mean, so you're walking. And again, if you walked more than, I believe it's 50 steps, that was work. That was, again, a law, one of those 613 that was so ascribed to, to what you could do on the Sabbath and what you couldn't. Well, we do it because, of course, our ox or our ass need water. That's not work, is it? They just need it. It's, it's life-giving. And so he's saying, of course, this is life-giving for this woman. All I did was walk over to her and lay hands. Um, and maybe they were counting his steps. I don't know. But here she is bound, he says. Ought she not have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? Brothers and sisters, Jesus again says it in a different scripture. Uh, again, I think we, we talked about it in Matthew. But the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful saying, isn't it? The Sabbath is gift for you and I. And oftentimes, the truth is, I don't even view it much as gift. I just kind of treat it as another day, necessarily. Um, a day I don't have to go to my job, but maybe I'll do a lot of work around the house or catch up on, on whatever chores or, or things are going on. Nothing wrong with that. But I think what the Sabbath invites us to is more than that. It invites us to check out, in a sense, from the world to say, okay, God, this is yours. This is yours. And, and are we violating something? Well, in, in a sense, yes, because it's a commandment. There's no doubt about that. But it's, it's, we're violating something that is gift to us, that God gives us, and saying it's okay to, to check out on this day because I got it under control. Um, but whatever brings us closer to the kingdom of God that's okay on the Sabbath. Remember that wonderful story where Jesus' apostles are cruising around and they see somebody who's healing people in Jesus' name. And, uh, and the, the apostles say to Jesus, hey, we stopped them, you know, because they weren't healing in, our, in your name. They're, they're not part of our group, basically, is what they're saying. They're not with us. So we, we, we stopped them. And Jesus says, don't stop them. If they're not against us, they're for us. If the kingdom of God, if... if People are being freed of their bondage. That, that's, 
That's helping people be fully, more fully the glory of God. If people are being freed of, of whatever it is that, that weighs them down and doesn't allow them to stand up, even on the Sabbath, that's, that's building the kingdom of God. That's, that's, that's the higher law here, not the lower one. And brothers and sisters, you and I are called to engage that all the time, not just on the Sabbath, every day. What is the higher law? What is God inviting us to here today, on this day, on Monday, October the 26th? What infirms do we carry uh, to him today? He sees us from a long way off. He knows it. He desires our healing. He calls out to us. Are we willing to put it there and allow him to free us? Do we trust that he can free us? Do we know what we carry with us? And do we know that the commandments are not burdens to us? They are gifts. Do we see the gift that they carry? Maybe even and especially today, the Sabbath. And how and what can we do to honor and create Sabbath moments in our life? Maybe it's not on a Sunday. Maybe it's on a Monday afternoon. That's okay. How can, create, how can we create a Sabbath moment today and allow God to be God and we simply to be the creation? Whoever is not against us is for us. Whatever is not uh, against the kingdom of God but is more fully creating it, that is a good and holy thing. Let's pray. Again, invite you to bring whatever intentions you have today uh, before our Blessed Mother. Invite her to bring them before the throne of God. How wonderful that is. So we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first glorious mystery, the resurrection. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, that is it from the closet today. I'm going to come out of the closet. You heard it here first. I'm coming out. And uh, I hope that we can be back together again tomorrow to break open God's word. Blessings to you.